This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of Agency Intelligence Podcast, real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that the industry tries to make you believe. We try to bring it to you real. And so thank you once again uh, for, for joining us. I am so excited about this. I always try to mix it up, try to bring in a little bit different. I've, I've really been hearing about one of our guests on here, um, Alicia Cavanaugh. You guys know she's doing big things in the industry. And, and big things means that like she's just active. She's, she's voicing. She's trying to be different. She's, she's doing the things that it's going to take to be here, as I say, past the great separator. And I haven't had Aaron Nutting on in a while. And we get such great feedback. Everybody it seems to think, Aaron, that we're like, like, best friends or something like that. Cause they say that whenever we talk, it just seems so normal. And are it's we really not? Funny. Well, I mean, we are, but I mean, it's hard to sometimes get you on Facebook or Slack channels. I mean, you are a tough girl to get a hold of. You know? I, so, I stink at Facebook, dude. I'm the worst. Like I'm the worst messenger of all time on Facebook. I should get an award for how Insta- bad it is. Insta- Instagram is where I should grab you. Basically. <laughs> okay, that's 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 what I need to do. So, hey, Alicia, uh, welcome to the uh, podcast. We are we are excited to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. A lot of people out there know Erin. Uh, this is she's been on here numerous times. Let's get to know you a little bit more, Alicia. Are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? Oh, this is a very important question. I'm like hardcore iPhone. It was almost a deal breaker because my husband's an Android user, and I almost didn't marry ah. him for this. I'm I'm Apple all the way, everything. But but you post about how great of a man he is. He can't be a great man and then all of a sudden have a bad phone. He's obviously all this. So yeah, wow, that's great. What's the last app that you've downloaded? Uh, the last app that I downloaded. Oh, this is a good question because I just, I dropped my phone and I had a crack screen like a frat boy. And so I had to like get a new phone and get everything all like downloaded and make sure that I had what I needed. I think it was lame. I think it's like Google Photos or something. Wow, way to sound like an innovator there. That's that's what it was. Google yeah. Photos. <laughs> hey, Google Photos is awesome. It does the automatic backup, and they also make the Droid, so it works similar. It works better together, Alicia. Right. But just letting you know, Alicia, which which one do you like? Which one do you like better? Would you say is you? Do you love to win or do you hate to lose? I love to win. I'm super competitive, so. Like I can't even do like a a game with the family. Sometimes at like Thanksgiving, everybody gets together and we're playing like board games and the kids are there and you're like, oh, like maybe you let the kids win. I, I don't let the kids win. They need to learn how to lose. Never. And I mean, literally we will, my family will be like, 
pulling out the rule book. This is this is what we are. We like pull out the rule book and we're like, no, that's not what the rules say. You're not allowed to do that. I'm super competitive in anything, always. So I love to win. Wow. That 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 is, that is great. That is great. Skill or luck, which has gotten you to where you are today? Skill. I mean, luck always plays a little bit of a role in everything, I think. Um, but I think if you work hard, you get really lucky, right? The harder you work, the luckier you are. So I think I think skill and hard work is really what makes you successful. I like that because if the harder you work, the luckier you get is true. You couldn't necessarily say that the luckier you get, the harder you work. So that must be true the other way. Good, good point there, Alicia. I like that. I always ask those questions. I get a lot of the same answers, but every once in a while we get a little, little nugget. Alicia, tell us what to what, how, who you were. I mean, before you were in this industry and bring us forward to where you are now. Yeah. So um, I started in insurance when I was 16. I had a friend in high school who was going off to college and was like, hey, I have this like after school job at an insurance agency and uh, I think you'd be really great at it. They asked me if I could try to find a replacement. They work with your schedule. So when I was 16, I would drive to this insurance agency and like file and do data input. And we had one computer with internet and so I would like input the apps on the internet computer at the end of the day and do their like transactional filing. This was almost 20 years ago. So it was it was things have changed. So I did that until I worked for that agency till I was 21 and then got coached by a captive agency. Um and kind of bounced around, you know, like State Farm, all state for a little while. And then when my son was born, I decided I didn't want to work for other people anymore. Um, I just didn't want to miss anything. So I started an independent agency in March of 2012. And yeah, so it's been seven and a half years and I love it. And I take pride in not getting too caught up in office stuff. I always say our policyholders won't be at our funerals. So as much as I love this and I work hard at it, I also make sure that I remember what's important, like kids and family and um, community involvement and things like that. Aaron, how awesome was that? Our policy holders won't be at our funeral. Yeah. That is a great way to frame that up. Dude, I have to tell you, like, so it's funny because, so what's, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. It sounds funny. Like Alicia and I are best friends in real life. Cause you know, this is like a TV show kind of thing. <laughs> like, on, on here, I like to pretend like we like all have these like roles of like, you know, as much as we're like fearlessly authentic on this podcast, I also think it's funny because you like listen to people on podcasts and you, you think you like know their stance, but you like truly don't know someone's inner core until you like sent them like, here, what do you think about these shoes? What do you think about these? And like, those, those are the relationships. And Alicia is, is one of the, if not the strongest female business owner in my life, uh, that, and we, we are very close and we actually, um, it's funny because we actually originally met when we both were working at Allstate. That's actually how we met through her business. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So I... Yeah, I, I did not know that. I can't even remember how long. I, I mean, gosh, it's been what, over at least at least eight years now, right? Oh, it had to be like nine or 10. Yeah. So we met originally, we were doing some like training stuff for Allstate. We met over the phone and she, I was just like, oh, this chick, we are going to 
this is it. We're, we're going to be like really good friends. And we just kind of believed in the same thing. And during that time, you know, you're like new in relationships and you're new to, you know, making decisions to go on your own as a business owner. Like there's, a, it was a very transitional part of both of our lives. I feel at that time. Totally. Wow. I mean, totally loyal listeners, true as I can tell you, and they are witness. I had no idea about that friendship. <laughs> I, if for some reason, seriously, and I don't even really, I don't really see your, either one of your posts a ton, unless it's something major that gets pushed into my feed. But like, whenever I thought about doing this with Alicia, that is just crazy how that came up. I really had no idea. I figured you guys like knew each other. Cause like how we know other independents, oh, no. like, you know, just no, like, we like say, wow, no, we're, we're like the person that you call at 2am and I'm like, I need you to board a plane. She would board the plane. Like that's like, Fantastic. which, which kills me wow. because I thought you knew. Cause when we got this invitation, no. both of us were like, no. what are we talking about? We have no idea. We had no idea. No. You didn't know how close we were. <laughs> that's just how good the podcast gods are to us. That's just how I'm telling you, I'm telling you that is fantastic. That is fantastic. So, so you guys both then, I mean, you guys were giving each other courage then at about the same time. When did you start your agency, Aaron? I'm 2014. We just celebrated our five year um, anniversary, which is probably why things have been a little crazy in my life the last few weeks. Um, But yeah, so she, she went on her own first. On her own first. Mm-hmm. So you guys were helping support each other, right? Especially Alicia, you, when Aaron was going on her own to, I mean, how was that like? Yeah. I mean, I, I think always, I think that here's the thing about having a good female friendship who with someone who's another business owner is it's like, sometimes we wouldn't talk for three months because this it gets crazy in the beginning. You know how it is. And then you have kids and spouses and stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something I really appreciate about our friendship always is it doesn't matter. Like she said, 2 a.m. Now we talk all the time. But at the beginning, it was hard. It was like I have a hard decision to make. I knew I could always pick up the phone and call Erin and she would be the one to cheer me on or tell me that I'm being crazy or that that's a terrible way to spend $5,000 in the beginning. <laughs> so all, which she's great at. If you need someone to talk you out of a good purchase, she's the one to call like a big purchase. Is the one who will be like, don't spend your money on that. But you know what's, but you know what's hilarious though, is that we're also the ones to talk each other into the major purchases. Like when I wanted to buy my, (laughs) when I wanted to buy my new surface that I didn't need by any means, I was like, Alicia, I want this. I want this new burgundy computer. What do you think? She's like, yes, girl, go get it. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's true. It's very true. But we do. It's been, I think, a lot of times I have friends in my life who are, are very, I, let's call them more like acquaintances, like really solid acquaintances. And then in the insurance space, there's so many people and you start hearing all these ideas and you start like, it's almost like you have to have a little bit of tunnel vision because eventually when someone asks you to pick your brain, you have to, you can only give so much of yourself to so many people. You know, you have to be and, and you have to stay grounded with the people who actually have your best interests at heart, which are, you know, if, if something really truly is affecting me, my, my biggest weakness, my biggest problem is that I fix, I think I can like fix everything. And, um, Alicia has been a huge uh, outlet for me in that I really can't fix anyone. I can't fix their agency. I can't, you know, they have to really fix themselves and they have to want to have that there. So when I need help or when I need like 
I'm exhausted or I'm struggling. And Jason, you and I, last time I was on, we talked about mental health and that blog that I wrote, we talked about mental health. Like Alicia is a huge advocate for me in that I never have to apologize for like, if we don't talk for like a week or we don't, you know, I leave her on read receipt or whatever. Like it doesn't, that doesn't matter because that in the end that like all will come out with a wash. I mean, eventually I'll start stalking her if she keeps me on read too long. That's eventually. Yeah, I'll get, I'll for sure. I'll get like a, she, she knows, she knows the way to my, to my heart and my response. That's for sure. She usually sends me a cute picture of like Emery or something and that'll bring me right back in. Or cute <laughs> shoes. Those two things. <laughs> well, you know, and you know, what's cool about it is though, is, isn't it, you probably find this, you know, I'm not huge on Instagram, but a lot of these uh, uh, social platforms today are very similar in the way that they feed us our news. It's, it, it, it's, it's ironic that, it, okay, if they say that you are the five closest mm-hmm. people that you hang around, right? If you are, then you could, you could kind of say that your, your, your news feed of Facebook or maybe LinkedIn or Instagram kind of mimics who you are as a person, right? Because these are the people that you're liking and commenting on their stuff. My, my point of that is, is I was thinking this to myself about a week ago. I noticed that when I look at my newsfeed on Facebook, like it's none of the people in my town. Yeah. It, it's really not like uh, it's people all across America and it's mainly my insurance family. You know, I mean, I have closer relationships with people that I only see two to three times a year than I do actually with some of my own friends. And to be honest with you, they're in a way uh, uh, deeper, deeper in, they're maybe not deeper as far as friendship, but they're deeper in the things that interest me. Does that make sense? Do you guys find that to be true? Absolutely. It's a, there are all different kinds, I think, of relationships and friendships and people that fill different roles. And I will say that the connections that I've made because of the insurance industry are like lifelong and deeper in a different way. They stimulate a different part of your, of your brain, of your mind. I, mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I agree too. But you know, what's hilarious. I'm so, this is like, and you know me, we like barely stay on topic ever, but I'm, it's funny that you mentioned this because I recently in a, like a, a little marketing brainstorm with myself, which is like my favorite kind when it's just late at night and I'm brain dumping. I noticed that when it comes to marketing perspective of my demographic of people who follow me on social media, um, or who are interacting with me are actually not people that like would ever do business with me because they're predominantly insurance people. So for me, when I was started looking at social media and I started doing stuff, I don't, I don't know if you, have you heard of that, this new thing that I'm doing on social media on my integrity business page? No, I, I have not. It's, I, I feel like you almost did. Cause you like led me right into it with your little, with your social media demographic of people who follow you. Um, it's like you <laughs> no, knew, cool. Jason. Oh, this is just, no. this is just the, the uh, podcast. God, we're smiling today. But dink a dink. Exactly. But I will say this. So I started noticing and like my little marketing brain was like, so wait a second, I'm doing all of this stuff on social media. I'm not advertising per se, but like, I'm not really honing in. I want to do business with the, I'm from Tucson, Arizona. So I want to do business with people um, in the Tucson, Arizona community first. How do I get them? So I started like trying to shift the way that I'm marketing on my integrity Instagram page to get more local Tucson community business. And I started this thing called coffee at HQ and it's been a game changer. So it's 
It has been. It's crazy. It's, and Alicia's been a huge support. She like tunes in as often as she possibly can and comments and she's hilarious on there too. Um, but it's funny because it's interesting that you say that in that a lot of the people that you've met through social media because of insurance has taken your, you know, your relationships to a different level to where you can now get personal with them. You can have a little bit more of like a digital relationship. But I also think that sometimes when you're in the marketing space, you're forgetting that your social media is a good outlet for, uh, for marketing in your community. So it's, it's been a, it's, it, I'll have to let you know how it goes. We'll have to have a podcast about it later. I'm actually, um, in fact, the most recent blog that I'm writing has to do with why I started doing coffee at HQ and how it's changed my business and how you can do something like that too. But I do, um, it's interesting how the relationships shift once social media started getting into the game. Yeah, that is so right. What you say there, that is so true because it is, and it's, and it's taken it, it's grouped us into our interests, right? Because like we are on this podcast right now because we're insurance nerds, right? Outside of that, there's, we probably have some uniquenesses and we could probably be friends, but we consider it, it is, it is really, really crazy the way that, that social media has absolutely changed that. And I love what you're saying because um, I will do, I will be in Centralia and I will be talking to people. And like, when I tell them that maybe I wrote a book or I have a podcast or anything, they'll be like, really? And I'm like, wow. Like the, the, the people who are a block down the road from me don't necessarily know what I'm doing, but people across America. And so what you just said there is so good for people to keep in mind that that's a perspective, especially if you're using that for marketing in your local area. That's a very, very yep. good point. I like that a lot. I like that. Yep. I like that. it's been, it's, I'm going to be, as you know, I'm going to be real honest with your, with your crew, because it's also been a lot to take on. I made this goal and I I'm really curious. I want to ask Alicia, we haven't talked really about this, but, um, my quarter four is actually my quarter one because I run on a fiscal, um, year for my business. So for me, I wanted to do something a little bit different for like the last 90 days of the year. And I really wanted to up my, uh, marketing and my community and start getting back into like a different kind of networking. So the coffee at HQ is honestly Monday through Friday. I have a, someone in business in Tucson come into my office and we like shoot the poop for like 30 to 40 minutes and drink coffee talk like maybe five minutes about business and the rest of it is just very like off the cuff. And for the most part, it's been pretty funny, but are you I'm doing curious, these live? Alicia, Excuse me, like, are you yeah. doing these live? Yeah. Oh my yeah, dude, gosh. It's been a lot. Awesome. It's, it's, I know. I, I'm, you have I'm, to watch I'm, one. It's been this crazy. Is great. I did not know. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It's, no, 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 no. It's actually, it's, we're like smack dab in the middle of it. We have roughly about a month left um, in doing it. So I started October 4th and I'm doing it until the very last day of the year. Um, but it's been, it's been wonderful because I've been able to have people come into the office, which I don't do, you know, me very well and that I don't have people normally come in, but they come in and like, it's been, it's live on Instagram every morning at nine o'clock, Monday through Friday. So I'm really curious though, Alicia, like, cause you're very gore. She's very goal oriented. She's very focused. She's very like, um, I like to say, I say this like with the utmost love, you're very self-aware and that's like exudes in your personality. So do you have like, do you have a goal for the last quarter of the year or do you have something that you're really focused on right now? Honestly, this is not business related. <laughs> I think people like kind of coast the end of the year out. So my, my like end of the year focus is, is fitness. Like I'm making sure I'm working out four days a week for the rest of the year. Cause I think people like 
I think it's like you said, like Q4, I think you have to like stay, you can't coast. Sometimes there's all these things going on and you're maybe like you have time out of the office and there's family stuff and maybe it's a little slow. November and December are a little slow for me historically on um, new business. And so I think it's easy for people to sort of check out. And one of the things I do personally to keep myself engaged in business is stay like making sure that I'm doing the things personally, like working out, reading, doing the things to stay focused, I guess. Yeah. I, well, and I, I say this all, I say this all the time on my, like my little coffee thing that I'm doing, um, that forces me to get dressed on a daily basis that I admire, (laughs) I admire, um, powerful, strong relationships. And I have to, I have to like completely throw this out there because I think a lot of the reason why you're so successful, both mentally and your business and as a family is because you have an incredible like relationship with your husband. Oh, thank you. I do. I do. I have a, I have a, I'm have a great marriage and I, we both own our own businesses and it's big personalities with lots of ideas and yeah, I, I married a little later in life and I think it was a benefit for me because um, I knew who I was and I think Nick knew who he was. And yeah, I'm, I am, I won't say I'm lucky cause he's lucky too, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right, girl. You're right. Alicia, Alicia, I want to tell you something. Actually, that post that you made about him is what spurred me to say, okay, we need to do this because we had talked about maybe coming on and gradually, and I do this with people and I just know when the time is right. And I, I want you to know that from a man's point of view, because we're all a bunch of babies and we all like to be told how awesome <laughs> we are all the time, the fact that you put that post out there about you know, Hey, it doesn't have to be, I think it was something like a birthday or anniversary to just tell somebody how much I just think that my husband is awesome. Like there was dudes out there like me that were like, that's freaking awesome. Right? Because a lot of times you don't see anybody do that for each other, but you do normally see a guy do that. Right. But you don't see a girl sometimes just turn around and throw that love out there. And I mean, I bet you, he just felt like a million bucks. Cause I think you made a lot of guys feel that way. Uh, so that, that uh, really, that was, that was really good stuff. So you're right on on what you're saying, Aaron. She was that, that was, uh, she obviously does have a fantastic relationship and you said you guys are both business owners, yes, right? Yeah. What what does he what does he do? He owns a, a contracting company. He does painting, interior and exterior painting. So wow, okay. So which is great because when we decide that we want to go on vacation for three weeks, we do, and it's also not great because we're also doing all the things where the you know the buck stops with you. So if there's right. somebody that's sick, or if there's an issue with an invoice, or you know, I have a claim that's not being handled the right way. And I have to get on the phone, you know, sometimes it's 2am and we're both in bed on our phones, you know, trying to solve problems. I mean, not all heroes wear capes, Alicia, not all heroes. That's right. Some wear comforters comforters and and are doing work in the darkness. Uh, no, now t- taking it off, I don't want to jump back real quick because I went on Instagram here and I went to this integrity underscore HQ. Oh my gosh, it? Aaron, you <laughs> you are doing a fantastic job. This is incredible. 
Let's no. talk real talk. Let's talk real talk though about it for a second. I'm tired. I'm real tired. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. Four <laughs> days a week? That's a lot. Yeah, it's five days. So it's Monday through Friday. Oh, I think it's Monday through Thursday. Sorry. Oh no, I oh, wish. No. I should have rethought that, but it's Monday through Friday. I have to tell you, like it's it, let's talk like conversion, because this is the one thing I don't talk about because on on this coffee at HQ. When you think about business and you think about like, I, I have to throw like 500 things at the wall and hope that one of them sticks. So this is a, this is one of my 500 items. So when I have these people on, um, these are all business owners. So what's happening is, is that they're sharing that they're going to be on this live show on their social media pages, and it's kicking people over to integrity to follow them there. Now their people are wherever they are. Most of the time, like you said, people are following you all over the country. And one of the benefits about traveling for conferences and speaking and doing all those things is you do have a very diverse crowd. But what's happening is, is this is like honing in the Tucson community. So people are watching who are legitimately in Tucson who want to do business with somebody that they can see on Instagram. So it's been crazy. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of laughs. And But the magic isn't so much in the show. The magic is the marketing after and before. That's, yeah. that's the game changer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have to watch. Yeah, five. I will. Five days a week. Wow. I will say there's magic in the show, though. As somebody who watches, there's something. Um, I mean, there's a gen. There's a general um, sense of connection, and you really feel. I think it's. I think it's fantastic. And Aaron is being sweet and not telling you all the terrible things that have happened, like people canceling <laughs> 15 minutes before she has to go on. <laughs> Or having to bring her sick son in as a guest, and she's just rocked it. She's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I committed to it. I said I was gonna do it. I promoted it. I'm doing it." I mean, she's gone on with Flo as her guest before. If that is not <laughs> the queen of insurance, I don't know what is. Well, like that, I was supposed to have somebody on and it was legitimately, I think 30 minutes before I was supposed to have them on the show. And they sent me this message and they're like, I'm sorry, I can't come in. Something came up, which the first reaction for somebody who has not spent a bajillion dollars on therapy is like, oh my God, I, I can't believe this happened. But then the, then the person who's like mentally aware is like, okay, what are we going to do? So I, I like text Alicia and I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. Like, do you want to like be my backup? She's like, I'll be your backup. And so she's going to join like from where she's at, but I'm like, I'm going to do this. So I have last minute, I have this cardboard flow, right? I have this cardboard flow in my garage. I'm like, this is, this is going to go down. So I bring the cardboard flow to my office and I have a full on coffee at HQ with flow, who is obviously quite interactive, of course. And it was, but I'm telling you, I've not, I've not experienced, um, it's been a long time since I've had this kind of hustle in my business to where every day is like, I have an appointment at 9am every day I have to market before I have to market after I'm like, I mean, I, uh, my next just kind of a, depending on when this podcast drops, will probably depending on when it's live, like a little bit of sneak peek, like the next blog that's coming out is doing marketing a different way and why I decided to do coffee at HQ. And I I give numbers and analytics because I'm a numbers girl and how we're averaging 1.87 households a day from this crazy little coffee show that I decided to do on Instagram live. So that might not seem like a lot, but it's also like painless marketing. So I I talk all about that in the next blog coming up on, uh, on for you, really it's, it's on your website. Dude. Yeah. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. 
Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Agency intelligence, yeah, wow, that's that's fantastic. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. We always love when you do stuff like that. And you know, one of the things is is we all have these crazy ideas and these crazy brains. Um, but when we actually hold ourselves to it, like five days a week, I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, that is like that's like doing a, a video every day. You know, when Hanley did his and Chris Green's out there doing his crazy stuff. But yeah, so Alicia, let me ask you this. So what is what is it about, you know, we, we do you, what's the story of your agency? We know a lot of the story of errands and integrity and and the uh, Arizona wedding insurance and and kind of the different slots that she fills. I mean, uh, people know my story and other agents. What is your story like? I mean, where uh, what are you guys? Are you guys personal, commercial? Where's your growth? Do you guys go after a certain type of business niche? I mean, what is what does that look like for your agency? Yeah, so I started out thinking that I was going to do mostly commercial. And then isn't it funny how sometimes I go back and I look at my business plan from when I started. And you know, a true entrepreneur, we have to change it and we have to be flexible. It's so different than what my agency is now. So I'm about 90% personal lines. Um, and most of my business is referral based, which is fantastic. I have a lot of relationships in the captive world because that's where I came from. Uh, so I, I get a lot of business that way. Um, and then I, I'm like the agency where people are like, oh, I can give you my policy number when, when the, someone answers the phone. And I say, like, my rule is we don't, they're not a policy number, they're a person. You're talking to somebody. So don't ask for their policy number, ask for their name. Like, have the relationships. So that's like hard, fast rule. Don't, if I heard someone in here say, what's your policy number? It would be like, my head would explode. Like, no, what's your name? Like we, it's our job to know who this person is. Go into our agency management system, find out, like figure it out and talk to them. So very relationship based, very, um, personal. Um, yeah, we don't do leads or anything like that. Um, I know people have a lot of success with that and I'm not knocking it. I think the great thing about this is that we all can do it different and all be successful. Um, but Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I think the industry is accepting it. A lot of industries don't share with each other. And I think that we can share with each other is because we've kind of figured that out is that it is okay for it to be done another way. You know, I mean, it, it, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's ways that I would not run my agency and I can tell you three or four of them and they have better agencies and make a lot more money than I do. Right. And, and it works because it just works. So no matter what we think, it's what's good for us. So, so how many produ do you have producers? What's the makeup? you another person I do. yeah so there's um four of us total and everybody's a hybrid except for me so um this is like a place that i always get my ear chewed about is that they're like well if people are good at producing then they should produce um but for me i want so my producers service their own books they service everything um so 
the reason that I've done it that way is because I want to buy in on big picture. So my pay structure is formatted in a way where they get a percentage of agency gross revenue because I want like, if somebody calls in and is canceling their policy, I want you to care about that. I want you to care that the agency is losing money, even if it's not your account or you don't know the person who wrote it or whatever that is. Um, so everybody does everything for now. It's working. <laughs> Except wow, for me, of course, I try to work on the agency more than in it. There you go. That's right. And that, and that, that is the more you can do that, the more, man, I heard that so much, but uh, it's true today. I'm able to work on my agency so much more now. Now, Alicia, what you were talking, um, oh goodness gracious. Don't lose your tra train of thought. Oh, you were talking about, um, them producing your producers carrying their book, um, and, and servicing their book. So, um, there's two train of thoughts about that. Don't let them do it or do it right. And they both work. That's what we were talking about. So, so I'm just curious when it comes to, um, uh, the producers, um, and, and then also the compensation model. I don't think that that is absolutely wrong. And I think, I think the old school thinking is is that if we can get producers to be doing just sales, then they will sell more. I would be willing to bet if you research that, that's probably not true. Probably twenty percent of them. Yes, it's kind of like the agency owner who says, "If I could, I'm I'm doing so much service work, I can't produce a lot of new business. So if I hire somebody, they can do my service, and I'll write new business." Yes, you do, but not directly proportional to what you should be, right? If that person solely is doing that, you should be doubling sales. And we really don't. We tell ourselves these little things that we don't necessarily do. And also, I just did a podcast. I don't know if it's going to be released around this, but it was tying something back to the agent of the future study that Safeco did. And what they had found out was, is that from when they did the study before, is that service and sales is starting to merge more together. And that you're expected to be, I think, as you called it, a hybrid, being able to do, I, I guess you could use hybrid many different ways, but you could, but you could doing both the, the sales and the service. And I mean, so I don't think that your model is wrong. I think, I think sometimes the producers push back against that because they're just trying to get out of doing work. What say you? you know, I think that's, I don't know if it's because they're trying to get out of work or because they aren't comfortable with what with what's coming. I think for me, so my personality is I purchase from somebody that I like. So if I go to make a big purchase, I'm not buying from someone whose personality I don't care for or who rubs me the wrong way. I mean, I literally will go to someone else. When I buy a car, if the salesperson is bothering me or I'm not connecting, I will walk to a different person. I will, politely, of course. But I think when people for because we're I'm relationships, right? I don't want your policy number, I want your name. So if I if I'm making a relationship with policyholder Johnson, when they call back in, they probably wanna talk to me because they know me and I know that their dog's name is Fluffy and that they're allergic to pumpkin. So Oh, that's who's allergic to pumpkin. <laughs> Listen, Miss Pumpkin Pie Hater. What do they drink? What do they drink during the festive fall season? Who? I mean, God, basically uh, black coffee, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't. I actually didn't see that study, Jason. Um, that Safeco did, but I that that's interesting, and I'm glad to hear that 
that it sort of lines up with the way things are going for me. Here yeah, it does. And I think a lot of those were more personally lines driven agencies as well. One of the flip sides about that mm-hmm. is, is that whenever mm-hmm. I took my producers away from doing their service work, it allowed me to create easier processes because rather than managing five producers and the way they were going to submit endorsements or do things, um, it was easier for it to get done by the person who does it, the account manager, because Sarah knows how to do it and she does it right and she documents every time. And that's why she's paid those big bucks. So what we did is we merged the two. So number one, we record the phone calls so Sarah can listen to them. So the producer is going to talk to them, is going to collect the information, is going to do that part because they want to speak to Alicia, right? So we're going to we're gonna have that, that person do that, document all that in the task, but the actual work gets done by Marblebox, Sarah, our VA, somebody, right? But it, but that sure. was our hybrid to say, because it's a nightmare for me. As you as you get bigger and bigger, you have all these people doing things and they can't do things their own way. We have a way that we have to do it. And then when you start getting into things like neon and some of this technology that goes forward, that's going to be important for data collection. You have to do it the same way all the time. Processes are getting ready to be so important. It's going to be, as I say in The Great Separator, it's data people process. Without doing processes, you're not going to be able to survive because you're going to have to to be able to do the things you need to do. You're not just going to be able to do it any way you want. And so that's one of the things that's one of the things we ran into with our producers was, dang it, they're all five of them are doing it. I tell them that this is how you're supposed to do an endorsement and they don't do it that way every time. And then you can't sometimes get mad at them because it's not who they are. Right. That's not the way I think as a producer, as an agent. You know what I mean? So. So. I know I'm just rambling here. But no, you're are, not rambling. Are, no, I think co- that's they're common things. I think that's fantastic. I've never even considered recording the call and sending it to the VA. That is, that's like my mm-hmm. head is exploding. Mind blown. Great idea. Right. So, so, so here's the deal. The recording is always out there, and whenever with our management system, it's out there in a cloud, but it's also uh, the it also attaches to the file. So everything I tell the producer, everything should be in that task that that you talked about. But if she, uh, he or she can't find that, then yes, we tell the VA, just go listen to the phone call. Don't try to follow him because we can't even follow where he's out. He's out prospecting. That's what we want him to do, right? So that's, and then she's going to go, that she's going to go listen to that. But I just get the plug out because it's what we do, but it's Lightspeed Voice. That's who Jason Cass has is a phone service. All you loyal listeners, you know that. But they they record and they integrate with a lot of, uh, uh, what management system do you have? I have Hawksoft right now. You have Hawksoft, yeah. They they integrate with them, so I'm pretty sure you can do some of those things because uh, Christopher Cook has Hawksoft and he loves Lightside Lightspeed Voice. So they record and they hook into it, and I don't know how far it integrates, but it just puts it right into our file. So the person we're on the phone with, it just puts it right into their file, and we can see it at any time and pull it up and listen. Those phone calls have absolutely saved our ASS a couple times. We probably wouldn't have got ENO claims because of the relationship we had with the customer and what happened. But but it would have caused some serious we would no, have lost a couple of You know of what else does that where it saves my behind is I actually and this is the craziest thing. It's mostly about so in Arizona, if you have comp and collision and you're in my agency, you will have glass coverage. End of story. Like you you will have glass coverage because Arizona for some reason has the craziest amount of windshield claims I've ever heard of in my entire life. I had this one. Yes. It's crazy. I had this one client who was so adamant that they did not want glass coverage on their car. So 
I actually make them sign a decline letter and all this other jazz. But the thing that saved my behind, because of course they had a glass claim and they were very upset about they had a $500 deductible. But the quote videos, I have like, if you're doing quote videos and like when you're doing, like when you're actually writing the policy, you can actually download the link to the quote video and save it in your AMS software. So when Mr. You know, Joe hates glass insurance, calls me and says, I have a windshield I need to have replaced. I can say, oh, hey, you know, you actually were very adamant that we didn't want to have it on there. I do have some connections in the glass space who might be able to get you a good deal, but you don't have glass coverage. So you would have to pay for it out of pocket. And they're like, what? I thought I had full coverage. I can then say, oh, hey, by the way, I know we talked about this and it's super like you have a ton of information when we get a policy started. So I'm just going to resend you the quote link that you looked at before. So that way you can get a full scope of like what we talked about and what you accepted and what you didn't. So it's like you still preserve the relationship because it's not you. You didn't mess up, but your client thinks you did because, you know, things happen when it comes to insurance. But this way it'll, it's being like, Hey, I told you so without being the, Hey, I told you so it's, Hey, I'm just looking out for you. I'm all about, yeah, I'm all about that. Fourth largest, fourth largest account we have, um, little over $200,000 account. The wife calls in cause we have their personal, the wife of one of the brothers who both brothers own it. She calls in and she makes a simple change on a boat. It's like 400 and some dollars on a, on a progressive policy. She calls in like three or four weeks later, livid that we swept this money from her account because we had never given her permission, us permission to do this. And so I'm like, oh my God. And Sarah escalates this to me. And Sarah's like, Jason, she's like, I haven't listened to the the audio yet, but I, Jason, I wouldn't have swept her account. And I'm like, okay. So sure enough, like at three minutes and 32 seconds, you can see this, this lady says, okay, here's my account and routing information. Go ahead and sweep that amount. And Sarah says, well, we're going to sweep this amount. And the lady says, yes. I literally cut that 30 seconds out and I sent it to her and I said, hey, Amy, listen to this before you actually, before we talk, you know? This lady apologized so much. She sent us like um, uh, gift cards <laughs> to, to go out to dinner and stuff. I mean, she felt so bad. But the opposite would have happened. Like if I couldn't have proven that, like, I mean, common sense tells us like, hey, how do we get your routing and accounting information? She thought that we had had it on file and we had used it without her properly giving acknowledgement. That saved our ASS. And literally that was four years ago. So if that we'd have lost that account, that's over $100,000, all because of having a voice recording. And I can tell you about many others, but that's the big one in my brain. So, so we love, we love voice recording. And then we also use it. Um, I mean, me and my buddy, Christopher Cook and Travis Etheridge, we're such geeks. Like when we go to IAOA and we all stay in a, in a big, um, in a big house together, like we'll sit around and we'll listen to each other's phone calls and critique them. So like, we'll listen to what Sarah is saying or listen to what um, Brian is saying. And then we critique them so that we can get better. And then we bring them back to our staff. So they're good for Isn't it a lot of purposes. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Alicia. Well, I was just going to, I was just going to say, I think the idea of critiquing phone calls, because I do record some calls. I don't record every call, but I think critiquing phone calls has been a game changer for me. Just small tweaks and things that you're saying or, um, you know, probably you catch a process or even you can catch weird verbal things. You just listen to it with a person who, you know, who you recorded and say like, let's listen to this together and talk about it. That it's, it is a very valuable tool. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And I also think it's really funny that the things that excite us now as business owners is sitting around and listening to our recorded phone call. <laughs> Let's be real upfront about that. I know. Because I remember I know. a day when listening to recorded phone calls was not a thing, but now those voice hits, those, those teaching moments and those like re- reviewing, they make me so happy. It's, it's the funniest thing to me. They do. I know. Yes. I mean, think of why we're doing it. We're doing it so we can create a better experience for our customer, right? And and we're trying. That's what we're trying to do. And at the end of the day, that's what capitalism capitalism is. That's why that's the greatest system there is. Is because that's what we have to do. We have to create that because if not, Alicia's going to write them, right? If not, Aaron's going to write them. Not really, but if we were all in the same, <laughs> all in the same. If I, if you girls were in my city, I would get killed. Like I wouldn't even be able to operate. I would just shut down and just walk out the door. You know, I mean, man, holy cow, that would be something else. But yeah, so. Um, Aaron, anything you want to add about this conversation as we kind of wrap it up with Alicia? Anything? I, I mean, will say, I will say this. So I watched Alicia speak at a conference um, earlier this year, and she was like, I mean, I she was radiant. Obviously, um, the thing I the thing I, she was she is. I'm just we're this is going to be uh, the next ten too. minutes. We're just going to sit here and tell each other how great we are. That's that's. She's my <laughs> man. Let's she's let's do it. Man. Oh wait, I. She's, I'm in too, right? Exactly. <laughs> she's, she's my hype man for sure. Um, but I think it's really interesting because I feel like when you go to these conferences and you meet these people who you only see maybe once, twice a year, depending on whether or not you're you're speaking at them or visiting them, I think it's really important for like your listeners. I recently went to your, um, I, I don't want to call it a conference because that's that's not the way, that's not your conference, right? The, that a girl, that a girl. It's an event. To, it's an event. And it was more of a, a mastermind, a brain share, if you will. Brain share, um, yes. Which by the way, that hotel was off the hook. It, it was really beautiful. was. It was, it was awesome. gorgeous. Well, really I had the best pina colada of my entire life. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. Very pleased with my pina colada choices. Mm-hmm. But I will say like when you go to these events and you walk away, a lot of times what's really hard is you don't implement right away. And one thing that I, um, that I took away from Alicia a couple years ago now, but she always takes like one I think sometimes two things and she'll go back and fix them right or like implement right away. And it's funny because when you start becoming really good friends with people in your space, you'll notice who you gravitate to. And I always tend to gravitate towards the implementers. So I really thought it was interesting that like all the people that I've really gravitated to are people who now like speak on the topics that they're really great on. So you know you're doing something right when you have your friends in the insurance space are the ones that a lot of people like want to listen to. And I, I view Alicia as one of those people. Yeah, you're right. You, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been – I will say also, Jason, your Brainshare event was quite fantastic. You had a great event. I'm sure you've heard that a lot now, but you you really did have a great event. It is, and thank you for that. No lead into it. Um, I may scratch Brainshare this year. Because I may combine it with forces, um, I'm gonna I'm oh. gonna say I'm gonna say this yeah. is 99 uh, loyal listeners. This was not coming out, but this should probably be f- uh, main. Yeah, I didn't even think about this. This should probably be out by then. But Ryan Hanley and I have joined together to join forces to create um, Indie Tech 2020 technology with a purpose, and it will. I'm sorry, what? Wait a second. Wait a minute. Yeah. 
This is a this, big deal, I, friend. This is a real big I'm deal. I'm trying not to to let anybody right now. Ryan and I actually are in the final stages. I've called people across the industry. Literally, I've lined up different people and said, hey, if we pull the trigger, can we do this? Everybody has said yes. Everybody's in. So right now, Ryan and I are meeting today. They're, Ryan and I are meeting today at three o'clock to review the budget and say, can we make this work? It's going to be a different experience as well. Um, I can't. This is well, crazy. Are you how is this being so downplayed? Like is nobody talking? No, I've not no even one heard has of heard yet. it. That literally my wife and Sarah from my office or agent or AI, Sarah knows and Hanley knows, and then a bunch of people that I've spoke with saying, Hey, would you support this? Because because it's gonna be straight technology. So loyal listeners, you're getting a treat here. So this is this is what it's gonna be. It's gonna be straight technology, and it's gonna be technology with a purpose. That's one thing that Hanley's really big on. He's like, Cass, we got it. It just can't just be like, hey, here's technology and what it is. So this is all about indies. It's all about independent insurance agents. You have to create a product or have a service that directly is what independents use. So there will be like insure tech companies that have created products for independent insurance agents and services and software. And then there have been independents who have created independent uh, software for independents. And those are really the people we're going after. Um, and then this is going to be, we're going to be putting it into purpose. So there'll be a sales purpose, a marketing purpose, an agency operations purpose, and it's technology with a purpose. And we're going to all be picture this all in one room, picture a ginormous room, a room that you literally could probably that you could probably put two 747s in. Take all your vendors and put them around the outside. Everything happens in the middle of the floor. Everything, we have a big center um, uh, a stage right in the middle where we will have two main speakers. I'm going after, because of the relationships I know in the agent industry, I'm going after two of the biggest speakers out there. Um, and I think that we can use our independent uh Love for my brothers. I will accept. I will accept. Yeah, Jason. I'm, I'm I still accept. working. I'm still working on that. But everything will happen in the middle of the floor, and all the sessions and everything would take place there. And like I said, it's technology with a purpose. It's going to be. Um, I'm joining. We're joining forces with a couple other people who want to make it big. And I mean, right now, I, it could possibly go like a whole week. But right now, Hanley and I have it for two days, and that's what we're going to have. Um, Hey, that's really, I mean, that's really awesome that you guys are even kind of thinking out of the box to do something along those lines. I all, I, I mean, I, I think mm -hmm. it's great. You guys are going to, this is going to be a good turnout. I think that's great. How do Alicia and I get yeah. VIP uh, tickets? Well, like I said, we have to go over the budget today. I mean, DC and everybody, everybody knows it that does it and I'm not going to cry, but it's so tough to make money at these things. And so Hanley has a completely different thought than me. He, he doesn't think that this can be big. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? I just want to smack him sometimes. And I'm like, dude, come on. I mean, this is, I told him, I told, uh, I was speaking to one of our large sponsors and he said, and he said to me, he said, the boys are back. And I said, that's right. We're going to, we're getting ready to take this thing over. I'm excited. But Indie Tech 2020 technology with a purpose. By the time this, this podcast comes out, it'll probably be known, but not right now. Why is we recording? That is so that cool. Is so but so I got your cool. guys, I got your guys' support. Absolutely. Of course. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Super. Count me in. I will be there. And going back to what I was saying, I think I may attach brain share to that, but it would be a one day event. So that's kind of where I went with that. And August will probably be the date. 
August will probably be the date and it would be during the week. So just so you guys oh, know. Okay, but you're not hosting it in Arizona, correct? Because August in Arizona is a real struggle. No, I am not going to Arizona. If we I would like to come to Arizona, but we would not come there in August. Oh my God. No. Holy cow. Everything's Seattle really cheap. Beautiful in August, guys. What, beautiful. What 80 is, degrees. What is? Gorgeous here. Seattle. Is that where you're at, Alicia? I'm sorry about that. I didn't even think about asking you that. That's where you're at? Yeah. Well, I'm a little south of Seattle, but yes. Okay. I used to live in Lake Stevens, Washington, which is up oh. by Everett, right up by Everett. I know where Lake Stevens is. Yeah. So I'm yeah. actually in a little town called University Place, which if you're a golfer, Chambers Bay, the U.S. Open was there a few years ago. That's, that's uh, where I live, yeah. right at that one. Okay. Super, super. Hey, uh, Aaron, Alicia, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I really do. I think this was fun. Um Promise we'll do it again. Crazy the things that happen with the podcast gods. I did not know any of this and it just came together and just like just like peas and carrots, you know, you know. So so anyways, um anything last thing you want to say, Alicia? Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Yeah, Aaron. And I as always, it's like it's like coming home. I th- at this point, I mean, I know you're still questioning our friendship, but gosh, maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next time. Maybe next time we'll just solidify that. We'll make it like now that you, you're on Instagram, we'll make it like Instagram official. Our, our friend is Instagram official. I, I, I know. I think we could do that. I think we could do that. But uh, I appreciate getting it. Pretty, getting pretty serious around here. Thank you very much, Aaron, for joining us. Thank you very much, Alicia. And for all you loyal listeners, you know I do it. I do it for you. So I really appreciate it. But tell me your thoughts. Tell me your ideas. And I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass with Agency Intelligence Podcast, Real Agents like Alicia and Aaron inside real agencies, giving you real agency intelligence and not the artificial they make you believe. This is Cass. That was Aaron. That was Alicia. And we're out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.